and we're back! Welcome to Snatch Season 2. As you know by now, I'm Sam Dabchner, the Associate Editor of Gay Times, and I'm joined by Fashion Editor Umar Sawa. Oh, girl, can you believe we've been renewed for a Season 2? Who would have thought it? Oh, when it's right, it's right. Are you ready to dive into All-Star 6? I'm ready to dive in deep, honey. All right, let's dive. Come on, All-Stars, let's get on this week's episode, we will be discussing the second episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, which saw the 12 remaining contestants stomp down the runway in three looks each, meaning we were blessed with 36. I repeat, 36 looks from the queens. So I'm going to kick off this episode, Umar, and talk about the aftermath from Serena Chachar's elimination. Um, I was gagged that... Only one person voted for her, and that was Yara, the lip syncer of the week. Were you surprised that she voted for her? I mean, it's always awkward when the Remocracy lipstick does not match up with the winning Queen's lipstick. It gets the drama flaring. I'm not surprised. I think as crazy as Yara is and Cuckoo and stuff, I do think there's uh, intelligence there. I think there's a strategy. This is her third time in the competition. Like, she wants to win. She wants an impact. And what about her last episode saying she is not afraid to Manila lose on the whole competition? I mean, what? I like how that she's doing this secretly, though. Because you know how Morgan McMichaels was like, yeah, I'm going to let the strongest compare leave. And then she edit out loud and people got rid of her. So if Yara goes far... She could just chop out everyone. That's scary. I love it. I love I it. I mean, yeah. They always have that conversation, don't they? Like, okay, girls, how are we doing this? <laughs> how are we going to do it? Are we playing fair? Are we playing nice? I'm what like, is integrity? What's integrity? Uh, what is integrity? You're, you're locked in a, a, a queer sweatshop for a mm-hmm, month. Mm-hmm. You're, you're all going to get gigs. You're all going to get tours. Everyone's going to come out smelling like roses. So... Look out for number one and be be competitive. That's what we like to say. I was dying though when Trinity was like to Jara, um, yeah, I do take it personally. And Jara was like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, it's going to kick off. But uh, yeah, I thought, oh, is Jara going to throw, fist- is it fisticuffs? Is that fisticuffs. what? That rattlesnake. She looks so serious. That rattlesnake was coming for then. You know, that should grow from Trinity's behalf where she's like, no, no, I'm joking. I can take the criticism. So, we love to see it. So, Umar, this is um, your kind of episode, right? Because it's a ball. And if I'm not mistaken, you are the fashion editor? I think that's my title. (laughs) I love fashion. I love a ball. I mean... Blue balls? um, I'm not a fan of blue balls. Um, I think the... Theme of blue, I mean, it's a choice. I think at, at best, you know, to stretch 36 looks out of the theme of blue, it's an achievement. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I love a ball. Yeah. I love a ball. Yeah. So there's three different categories this episode, right? So there's blue better work, blue jean baby, and blue ball bonanza. Um, before we get into the looks, what did you think about the queens kind of preparing their outfits for the main stage and especially Yara's amount of confidence when she was like, um, you're doing it wrong. You've got the best materials, but you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And also like her, because she wanted to see everyone else do their thing. And then she was like, I can do it in like 30 minutes. 
I'm like, well, I mean, Raja can do it in one minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're not that top dog seamstress in the workroom. I think, I mean, it's the edit, isn't it? She probably was sat there doing a bit of grafting, but they just showed her squatting over, um, what is it, a doggy wet pad. Yeah, what's she doing? Oh, she's, <laughs> she, she's crazy. And also, Jiggly was um, feeling, some, she was feeling some type of way, because obviously in season four, episode one, her debut, she delivered one of the most iconic looks in history as uh, a baked potato. Triggering. Yeah, the post-apocalyptic couture. I mean, <laughs> I get it. It can be a triggering experience if you didn't come off, um, and also with a sewing challenge, like, it's not an everyday skill. Like, you have to know how to work that sewing machine and have that eye, the edit, the silhouette, the structure, all of that stuff. So it, it is a lot to do in allocated time. Um, but, gosh, she's had years yeah. to prepare for this moment. Yeah. So... All right, let's go through each category, shall we? Should let's we do, do it? it? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Right, blue, better work. Who kind of stood out to you? I think across the board, there were some standouts. I liked Kylie Sonique. Um, I know you loved Eureka. I loved Eureka. The stop and the strut signs, I think, were a good touch. Like, it was just so gay and ridiculous. And that child that got squashed by her bum. Um, I think... Based on true events. <laughs> I think it was an okay round. I think some of them did come across like costumes. Like they could literally be stopping traffic or... Yeah, like Ginger looked like uh, <laughs> one of the Mario brothers, <laughs> one in red. Is it, is it Mario that wears red? I yeah? think that's Mario. And Luigi's in green. I think so. Yeah, so she, she gave me Mario. But I thought it was fun. I think it was fun. I think... Um, Akira showed comedy with the well, um, the hand in the well. We had some misses, I think Jiggly with the trash bin. It was, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what? It was an okay round. But also what I found really irritating, and I don't know whether it's just my headache, but that music. I don't like a runway with mediocre music. Like, give me... Sissy That Walk. Sissy That Walk. Yeah. Or... Bring back my... I want, yeah. like, any good runway, it starts with the music. And I do know what this, like, piano, acoustic, free copyright music shindig was. I didn't like it. Wow. Presents Plus are going to be angry. Did I just come for... Um, yeah. Like, presents, I'm sorry. What did the sound guy do to you? Fucking hell. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But, yeah, let's go on to Blue Jean Baby, shall we? Um, love... What did you think of this round? I loved... Blue, what is it? Blue jean baby? Like, yeah. is, is that? I don't know what that pun is. Is that Michael Jackson? I don't know. I thought it was a Lando Ray, you know, blue jeans. That's uh, what I thought. Oh, maybe. But I, I, I really don't know. What I loved about this round is wearing jeans and trousers, as common as it is for common people, you don't see it on the runway on RuPaul that often. Mm -hmm. So what I love, like Kylie Sonique, and even Yara, Sophia, that kind of like 90s, Destiny's Child, Christina, Britney, VMA kind of energy with the denim and all that stuff. I was here for that. Yeah. I loved, I loved this round. Yeah, Kylie slayed me. And also Jan. Um, the star. No, it was like a great big pokey thing. Yeah, but they said to her, you're a star. Oh. I don't know, but I, I, yeah, I think the silhouette, the structure, all of that mm. stuff was great. I liked Akira's. Yeah, Akira's fun. Yeah, they, I think they unnecessarily read 
tough. And how dare Michelle say, oh, you'll be wearing that to the club, but not the runway. I'm like, when yeah. did when did that when did that become I don't see day? people looking like that in a club. Oh god. Also, Pandora's just not doing it for me fashion wise. I think there's been some elevation since season two. Um, but um I mean it's camp, isn't it? We shouldn't take it so seriously. It's camp. I think Pandora, when she's in that element with like the costume and the theatre kind of glitz and ritz costume style. Wait, hold on, Uma. We didn't talk about Jara's builder, which I loved. And Michelle's saying she didn't get build from it. I'm like, what are you watching, hun? I got a builder from Butch. it. Also, we both... We, okay. We also had problems with Carlson's comment being like, the boobs are redundant. I'm like, babe. Oh. Like, what? Stop. She's done it once and now it has to be archived. Like, yeah. let it go. Well, it's like, you know, Max and the grey hair and uh, Dusty Ray Bottoms and the Dots. It's like, please stop telling them how to do their it's signature just like, style. sit back and just, you know... Soak, yeah. soak in that panacea. Okay, what do you think about the blue ball bonanza? So the final one which, which they had to sew themselves. All right. I feel like I have a strong opinion on this. For the okay. first time ever, mm. I feel like the queens took a minimalistic approach and just thought about what looks good and what looks like a fashion moment. Because baked potato, jiggly caliente with the feathers and the tinfoil, I think when you throw everything and the kitchen sink at something, it can look ridiculous. Mm. So what I loved on this round, you have people like Raja, Eureka, even Scarlet Envy, they're just making nice fashion, nice silhouettes out of trash. I did like Raja Harris look though. I thought it looked very sleek. Oh, Kylie, I did like Kylie and her stars. I know you may not feel the same way, but I think... No, I I love Kylie and the stars. I think it's giving me Britney VMA energy. I love mm. it. I just think it's a tricky one when you're crafting it and it's a sewing challenge because Michelle can say, oh, you just wrapped fabric around yourself. Also, Eureka looked adorable. Eureka like, I know that wasn't like the most um, difficult, probably, garment to make in Drag Race History or anything. It's quite simple, but she looks so cute. Like, prom wear. Yeah. And also, not to compare, like, the plus size queens, but I do think Eureka in particular, she knows how mm-hmm. to, like, sculpt and work around that yeah. body. Also, shout out to Jan looking like what she called, is it Effie in um, Hunger Games? Is that her name? Effie? I think Effie Trunkett, I think. Yes, yes. Uh, oh my God, look at me, girl. <laughs> um, and then she did turn it into a Hunger Games moment where she was like, yeah. with the two tributes in the deliberation. I think, on the whole, yeah. 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 So what do you think about Jara and Jiggly being in the bottom? I mean, Jiggly. two bubbly personalities. We love them. They make good TV, but I think rightly so. Jiggly's <laughs> was... Messy. You agree? Yeah, unpolished. It, yeah, it looked like something she would have done in season four, which was eight years ago. Um, and bless her, she was going for a Saint-Tropez moment, right? Uh, but I, I I don't know, I've not been to Saint-Tropez, so I don't know, but... I think, I think bless her, I think she got a little bit in her head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think maybe yeah. the panic and the stress got a little bit too much. I don't agree with Yara no, being no. in the bottom two because I feel like the three looks combined, fair enough, the mm-hmm. crafty final one was a bit ham hockey crazy. But the first two looks, I think they had a concept, a narrative, and she looked flawless. That body in the, in the 
blue jean ball. Yeah, I thought she looked great in all three. I actually think Silky should have been on the bottom because I think all three were a bit questionable. I agree. Yeah. But then it's lovely reality TV and edit because they showed Yara going crazy and distracting everyone and just being a bit too cocky. So they love that, don't they, the producers? <laughs> wow. They love it. Yeah. Okay, so Raj O'Hara is the winner of the challenge this week and she is competing against, in the Lip Sync Smackdown, Brooklyn Heights. Oh my God, I got shivers when she came out because this is Brooklyn Heights, right? Start of one of the most legendary Lip Sync Smackdowns in history, sorry not sorry, versus Yeevee yeah. Oddly, which, you know, let out a earthquake of epic proportions when it was first shown on TV. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the thing is, when the curtain went up and she went down the wrong way, I, I had to double take. I was like, who, what, like, who is this goddess? <laughs> who is this energy? And then it was like, Brooklyn Heights, Canada, Drag Race. Oh my God, did it take you that long? Yeah, I, well, the thing is, I, I don't know, my eyesight had gone crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were in for a showdown. And what did you think about that um, exchange yeah. between Raj and Brooklyn, where it was like, hey. Hi, sis. <laughs> um, I detected a bit of drama and, you know, some conflamatoes. Uh, they, yeah, they were on season, the same season, yeah. right? And I know Raja didn't really have the best kind of reputation with all the queens. So I think maybe they're not best friends, right? Maybe. And also I think with the flashbacks, I think it was Scarlet Envy... Scarlett and Raja had beef, uh, and Scarlett been... and Brooke had beef. Yeah, so I think, I don't know, maybe it's just like high... Season 11 does bring the drama, so... Okay, so what did you think of the Lip Sync Smackdown then, to Janet Jackson's Miss You Much? I'm, I'm not familiar with the song, uh, uh, but watching that... In all honesty, was it Evie Oddly versus Brooklyn Heights level of drama, anticipation, no. Climatical, whatever. No, it wasn't. But I do think it's one for the book. <laughs> <laughs> it is one for the book. I mean, the flips, the splits, the kicks, the tricks. I mean, I think it was a well-deserved double win because watching it, I really didn't know who was going to win. But again, I don't think it was sorry, not sorry levels, but it was still fierce. But why are we comparing? Why can't it be gorgeous in its own right? And I think what I loved, two things what I loved about it, we saw Raja in a completely different light. Who knew she could do that? And... Excuse me? Have you not watched Raja's lip syncs on season 11? She was the assassin of the season. Oh my God. <laughs> I retract my statement. Uh, you're the expert. I'm the amnesia-inflicted fashion editor. Uh, second point what I loved about it was, I don't know what about how you thought about it, but the way it was shown on the TV, it was like each queen had equal amount of airtime. Like, it wasn't obvious where it was going to go. Both of them performed the heck out of the song. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. And now, thank you, Sam, I'm going to go onto that YouTube and watch Raja's previous lipsticks. Yeah, and please get into Janet Jackson's discography. I love, um... What song? <laughs> All for you. Yeah. We love that one. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, so obviously they both won, which meant that both queens could eliminate someone each. Yeah. But it turned out that 
the majority and Raja vote for Jiggly, were you sad to see her go, Umar? Because I was quite... Um... I was sad. But like I said, I think Jiggly's energy and fire and passion, I just don't think we saw it. And we saw the vulnerable and emotional side of this episode, which was always mm. refreshing to see. But I just feel like maybe her heart and mind wasn't in it. But also, what did you think about Raja actually picking Jiggly? Because I thought on the conversations they had with Yara and Jiggly and those little complabs they have on the thingy, I did not see it going that way. Um, I think it's difficult because I think both queens are from earlier seasons and we want to see more of them. But I think when it comes down to it, Jiggly's look was just unforgivable and you can't really compare that to Jara's. And Jara just won. She just won. So I think I would have made the same decision. I think so too. And also I feel like, I mean, Jiggly's got Ryan Murphy's number. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yara ain't got no Ryan Murphy, (laughs) Netflix, American Horror Story deals that... Yara would belong fabulously in American Horror Story. Asylum. Or Freak Show. <laughs> freak Show, I think. Yeah. Ryan Murphy, call up Yara <laughs> Sophia. All right. Okay, so obviously Jiggly got the same message as Serena. Do you, how do you think they're going to come back? Is it going to be another lip sync Lala Perusa? Is it going to be another mirror message moment? What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be sickening. I think they're not playing around this season. I don't know. Mm. I, do you know what? I can get deep and conspiracy theoretical, but sometimes I just like to sit back and just let the ride and the show take me on that journey. Yeah. But what about you, honey? What's your theories and sixth sense saying? I think it's definitely gonna be lip sync oriented. Do you think all of them have a chance of coming back or will there be like one person in the lineup that gets to fight for a comeback? No, I think only one person will get to come back. Because like in the preview for next week, I know I'm jumping the gun a bit here, we saw that there was something happening with the lip sync assassin reveal where one queen didn't come out, right? Yeah, did you not see the preview? Yeah, one queen didn't come out of the reveal. It just came up. So I think this is gonna be lip sync oriented. Maybe like, oh, what if the queen who's just left is the next lip sync assassin? Oh, maybe oh. Michelle Versace is the lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Very inside joke, but that trailer for All Stars 6 was the most chaotic thing because they were like, well, how did it go? Charlie XCX, Emma Roberts, Michelle Visage. It was like, yeah, we know she's going to be on the season. No, it was like <laughs> Tina Knowles. Boom, boom, boom. And then we were sat there being like, oh my God, what is the next big name? And it was like, it was Michelle Visage. It was like Emma Roberts, Michelle Visage. <laughs> So I feel like the trailer's hinting at something. Michelle is going to do something. Yeah. Wow. Love it. Okay, Umar, quick fire round on each contestant this episode. Quick fire round. Quick fire round. Akira. Akira didn't deserve to be in the bottom three. Yeah. However, I do think she's fading amongst the queens at the moment. And I love her, so it's sad. But, yeah. Eureka? Gorgeous. Um, Elephant Queen slays a fashion scene. <laughs> oh, look at you, Ryman. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed Eureka this episode. Um, she's just kind. I don't think she deserves all the hate. I like her. Uh, Ginger. Um, 
not really present this episode. We saw a lovely tearful moment with her and Jiggly and that stuff, but I, it wasn't her episode. Agreed. Jan. Um... Are you feeling the Jan to see yet or not? Because you seem very unsure. I'm getting there, but I think we both agree that there's just something not hitting the mark there. Why did you say we both agree? I I, I love her. I, I, I'm I feeling the Jan I know you I love her, but one thing in the edit, like she's delivering good fashion. She's not done any blunders, but it's not been recognised yet. Yeah, I think she's going to be slept on again this season, unfortunately. I agree, because when, and we'll get to this in a bit, but when then we're calling up the save, I felt season, what season was Jan in? Twelve. I kind of felt that vibe of, like, her just being safe, 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 eliminated. Yeah. Like, is history going to repeat itself? I don't know. All right, this is supposed to be quickfire, so let's, oh let's, let's, God, com- let's keep doing, okay, quickfire, Jiggly. Love her, but just wasn't her week. Yeah, love her, want to see more of her, really sad, hoping she comes back. Kylie. A fashion goddess, house down boots, Britney Spears, trans flag, wave it. Yeah, I would bow down to her if I saw her. I just love her. I just, I'm really in love with her. Uh, Pandora. Cute. <laughs> Do I want to open that box? Maybe not. Maybe I will in a week's time. What about you? Yeah, but you love drama, so you would, you definitely open Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Raja. Queen of the episode. Love, love, love Raja. Her confessionals are amazing. Again this season, she's just given me everything I want from Raja. Oh, motherfucking hero. Uh, Scarlet. Robbed. That sequin gown was the most gorgeous thing that I've seen crafted. Robbed. Yeah. She's not been safe. All right, wait, okay, well, you didn't mention her earlier, did you? <laughs> oh my God, well, I was waiting for this moment. I was waiting for this very moment. I love Scarlett. She's one of my favorite queens. And also I know this quick fire, but I find her voice so ASMR, therapeutic. Soothing, soothing. And I love how she just has this air about her that's like, this is my world and you're gonna just have to accept it. Okay, Silky. Um. Rough around the edges. Great telly. Great telly. I just don't think there's much of an evolution since season 11, unfortunately. Um, But I'm excited to see what she does. Trinity. Trinity was still waiting for that fire, energy and spark to come out. But like we know from season six, it's push comes to shove and it's do or die that she gives it to you. Yeah. So. To be honest, I'll be happy with this season just being Trinity in the top every single week just so we can see her lip sync. And finally, Jara. Um, misunderstood. Didn't deserve to be in the position. And um, we love the crazy. Yeah. All right, well, it's time for part two of our interview with Davina DeCampo, where she spills the tea on this week's Maxi Challenge, the blue ball, and that instantly iconic lip sync smackdown between Brooke and Raja. This week, the queens competed in a blue ball with three challenges. As a previous design challenge winner, tell me, what would you have constructed in the blue ball bonanza category? Oh, you know what? I don't know what I would have done, actually. A lot of it just depends on what's there in you, you know, what speaks to you and what do you honestly think you can work with? I mean, for me, the clear winner managed to pick the best fabric 
and then construct the absolute best garment as well. Like Scarlett's dress was unbelievable. It was so perfect. It fitted beautifully. It was shaped. You know, everything was brilliant. It was so good. Uh, so, you know, you either have to get in there with your elbows and get the others out of the way to make sure you get the best thing, or you have to be really smart about what you can use. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was so shocked when Scarlett was just safe. They're sleeping on her. What the? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, this is always, you know, there's a story being crafted here, darling. There's a story happening. Let the people tell the story. <laughs> and what did you think of Jan being safe as well? I thought she constructed some of the best looks on the runway this week. Yeah, I really, really liked her denim look. Um, I thought that was amazing. In terms of what she made, I thought it was a you know, massive improvement on what she'd done before. Um, it was just real big around the shoulders. Like it was real around the shoulders and it kind of created, she's tiny, like Jan's a big beast of a man, you know? So um, it just made her look really big up top. It was still really, you know, it's very beautiful. Well, on the subject of Jan, Jan thinks that she's the trade of the season, right? There was a great big conversation earlier in the episode about who the trade of the season is. And everyone was like, no, 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 there's no trade this time around. The Davina, if you had to pick a trade, who would it be? It would be Trinity K. Bonet. Trade, to me, is somebody who could be a bit rough. And they've just been, uh, they're a tradie. They look like that. They've come to fix your pipes or they're going <laughs> to fix your boiler or hey you know what I mean like yeah or they're going to get your spark plugs back in <laughs> that's what a trade to me is about you know yeah. somebody who looks a bit ugh, a bit rough not somebody who's like oh my god I'm so beautiful and gorgeous yeah you know not that so Raja was crowned the winner this week is that a choice you agree with then because you said Scarlett was probably the best in your opinion right yeah I mean I really did not like Raj just out on the runway. Um, it looked like she'd been to the tradie shop and just bought it uh, rather than having something constructed as like a Raja outfit, you know? Okay, she did a head wrap and then stuck a helmet on it. But the rest of it was just whatever. But the outfit that she'd made, I mean, that was, also amazing you know the length of the sleeve the shoulders the cut out the whole shape of it it was really really smart you know what she'd made was beautiful she did a cracking job with that yeah but like you said maybe the whole journey for all three looks maybe wasn't the thing is i don't think anybody got all three looks perfect mm -hmm. everybody had one that was a bit like okay you know uh so between her, Scarlett, Jan, um, you know, I think it could have been either any of the three. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Did you expect to see Jara and Jiggly in the bottom? Oh, I hate this. I love Jiggly, but yeah, absolutely. I really liked her outfits, but for like me as a boy in the day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, as something that you're putting on the runway they just weren't you know it looked more like she was doing a gap runway than she was doing RuPaul's Drag Race runway you know yeah. uh, and then into like Yara Sophia I thought her 
outfit that she'd made, I thought it was great. I really liked it. The fact that she'd made it in like three and a half seconds as well. Her trading, meh. I thought it was okay, you know? And then her denim outfit. There's like two ways of tucking. There are two ways of tucking. You can either just grab it all and pull it back Mm -hmm. or you can pop the little boys into their slot. Well, if you're going to wear a low rise like that, popping them into their slot, that's not such a great place because depending on the size of, you know, how gifted you are, maybe people are going to see those little lumpy. So when you're wearing something like that, you know, the all the undercarriage all of that stuff is covered so just pull everything back instead yeah uh, because we could see she wasn't sitting on a secret it was there (laughs) (laughs) what did you make of the lip sync smackdown between brooklyn and raja yeah i thought they both did a really good job um brooklyn i mean looked so good i don't know whether she's doing her face or somebody else is doing her face for her but there is a definite glow up from the last time we've seen her on tv Mm. to seeing her on tv now like she looks phenomenal raja absolutely smashed it as well she did a really great job so i feel like you know maybe raja actually really won Mm. that lip sync because there were just some moments towards the end where brooklyn you know she was doing the four change and you were like okay We've kind of seen all your tricks now. So now you're going to do a flip ball change. Okay, babe, good for you. You know, so whereas Raja, she was still like in there and it felt like, you know, there was a definite choreographic journey. You know, it started in one place and then it just kept feeding on through and building and building and building and going somewhere. Whereas it felt a little bit like Brooklyn got a bit lost towards the end, but they were still both brilliant. So, you know, I'm happy that both of them won, but I, I probably myself would have just gone for Raja. Yeah. Our next week's episode, we will chat about the third maxi challenge for All Star 6, which sees the Queens create ads that promote their side hustles. Again, we will be joined by another fierce contestant from Drag Race history. Uma, say goodbye. Goodbye. Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ plus news, culture and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review. Thank you for listening.